Hello, Ben Klein. Mr. Daniel Bindis. There's really not much going on. Uh, they agreed on three rule changes today that don't do much. And then they got rid of the Sky Judge and they tabled the onside kick conversion, which is the stuff that... Matters. How would you feel about a 4th and 15? I mean, They made the onside kick basically impossible. Like, even if they... I would prefer if they adopted the XFL's kickoff rules, even. Where, where they don't even do a kickoff? Or, uh, uh, they do. It's completely different. And by the way, the XFL isn't dead. It's... No, I don't it's know. not dead. Well, someone's buying... I believe it's up for sale. He bought it back. He made it go bankrupt and then bought it back. <clears throat> that sounds... We'll be back next year. It'll just have different players. Well, why does it have different players? Uh, well, because a lot of the players went to the NFL. Ah. All right. But then again, they'll pro- they may get cut again. So they most likely a lot of them will have to go back to the XFL. Yep. But a fourth and fifteen, that would benefit teams like the Chiefs. Whose offense is so great, they could then their defense is kind of mediocre. They can just keep their offense on the field like the entire game, tire out the opposing team's defense. Seems a little unfair for those teams who, who have such great defenses but not as good offenses. Yeah, I mean, if they want to fix the onside kickoff, they need to fix the regular kickoff and eliminate concussions down even further and the XFL option allows them to do that I don't think they're going to get anything done with onside and I think they still have an officiating problem I mean they do the Sky Judge will keep returning as a proposal I'm sure it will I mean it's not going to go away anytime soon Um, but the um, so the 4th and 15 rule there's some kind of rule that says they can only attempt it like three times a game or something along those lines? That's a lot for a game. It is. I mean, it's for if you're down by three scores and you just need to keep getting the ball back. That's why they have so much, but I think... Yeah, but then it's then then you bring up the Chiefs and it's like, this is unfair. We can't do this in this day and age. Hello, Tom. We're discussing the 4th and 15 uh, rule change that has been tabled. Ooh, what was that? So uh, instead of an onside kick, yeah. what they would do is they would get a fourth and 15, and if they convert it, they get to just keep going. Nice. I think that would be a cool change. Cool to yeah, see. Yeah, but wouldn't that favor teams like, say, the Chiefs or Ravens or even the Packers with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, they're the ones who chose to have – like that grave an offense. Like I think they deserve <laughs> to have some benefit to it. The the thing is though that it it means that defense is no longer half the game if you can just keep converting fourth and fifteens after a touchdown. Your defense literally it's possible for them to see the field only a couple times a game. Yes, and that's what the Chiefs need. Yeah. I could see it being also bad 
because like defense really wants to get a stop, and then like someone like Patrick Mahomes just like bombs it to Tyree Kill. Like it's either Tyree Kill catches it or it's like a flag. So no matter what. <laughs> yeah, and even kind of, like if some teams are even on a momentum, there's only like probably five defenses out there who can stop it every time in one game. But I do like how like this also prevents like people like other teams just like waiting the game out like cuz then if you get like if you're down by like let's say 21 points like you you can still be in the game. Yeah. To wait it out while people just keep running the ball. I think I would prefer it's probably not logical but I would prefer if it was like a playoff only type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how that would work. I yeah. so this is probably because the offside I mean not the offside the um the onside kick doesn't get converted that often. It's what about ten percent of the time? Among those lines. Yeah. There used to be higher before they changed the rules on it. Yeah. This will I, I'm assuming they're definitely gonna have more than ten percent if they change the rule to this. I think more I mean, teams will be able to convert a fourth and fifteen than a uh, onside kick. Yeah, but what percentage do you want? Because on an onside kick, you don't want a fifty percent. You like what? What percentage are they targeting? I would want to target, say, a thirty-three percent. I'm thinking about a fourth. I think even a little less than that. Yeah, it's not supposed to be something that's easy to do. It's supposed to be a last desperate attempt. Pretty much, um, Joe Flacco. Went to the Jets. What are your opinions on that? Sam Darnold will still start, I'm sure. Um, I think it's nothing more than a backup in case Sam Darnold gets mono again. <laughs> I, I agree. Although I, I, I wouldn't read too deep into it. Like I'll, Joe Flacco is not really a starter yet. He hasn't proven himself. Well, he did pretty decent with the Ravens. I wouldn't say. I well, say I'm that. saying last year with the Broncos, he wasn't so hot. And he started for most of the season. That's true. Uh, the Broncos, I've never been a big fan of the pieces they surround their already defunct quarterbacks with. So, Dan, let me ask you. About two years ago, you picked – no, it was last year, my mistake, last offseason. You picked the Jaguars – to be the best team in the NFL and probably win the Super Bowl. This week, only a few days ago, so many reports, or not reports, but um, projections, have them coming in as dead last. Do you agree with those? Dan, you there? We have lost Dan, it sounds like. So, Tom, do you think the Jaguars will be dead last? No, I think the Washington Redskins are so much more dysfunctional. I could definitely see that, although Chase Young is supposed to be an absolute monster in the NFL, second overall pick. I think yeah. if they do get a record, if they get a record better than, let's say, 4-12, and 12, it'll be because of him. Yeah. I mean, you already have their defensive line with Matt Ioannidis, Jonathan Allen. Like, Chase Young is a cool addition, but, like, do they really need it? 
I I think they need to really scrap a lot. I guess the if you really want to say the defensive line is their best group, that that's probably true. Um, you know, their best position group. But at the same time, it's still only only is it's only as good as the team's weakest link. Put it that way. Agree. There's just so many more, like, you have the aging cornerbacks and safeties on that team. You have just a very new offense. Like, you just – you can't rely on just a, one part, like, a defensive line. Yeah, although Chase Young, he is the best the best player to come out of that draft. That, that's what I'm told and what I've seen when he, used, when he played in college a little bit. Um. They they have a decent squad of the they have a lot of old players and they have a lot of young players. For example, they drafted uh, Thaddeus Moss um, mm-hmm. to be their tight end after Vernon Davis left. Do you think he's gonna have a good season? As so many people are projecting. Honestly, I don't think so. I don't no. think he did like, enough in college to say that like he's going to be elite uh, for the tight end position. I am expected to be like a DK Metcalf kind of year where he was how do I put this? He's going to make big plays but he's not going to make a lot of big plays. He's not going to have huge stats but he's going to come in clutch when you need him. I could see that happening. Daniel, are you there? Nope. So, uh, the pass interference rule there. What do you think about the challenge? Do you personally think that they should, should have kept it or do you think it's right for them to get rid of it? I think it's totally right for them to get rid of it. I think it just caused too much mayhem. I agree. It was just slowed the game. When it worked, it slowed the game down. And when it didn't work, teams were losing challenges for no reasons. Correct. And even after they added this rule, it was supposed to be after following the um, the the blatant missed call in the Saints game um, against the Rams, and it was supposed to fix that. And as much as I hated the rule, I said, "Okay, at least it'll stop these obvious glaring pass interference calls." Didn't even do that because the referees didn't want to didn't want to use them. Didn't want to do what the rules said. Yeah, I agree. And also, you have the coaches too afraid to challenge things because they don't want to lose their time out in case they are just dumb. Yeah. It just confuses the coaches more than it should. Exactly. Correct. So I'm glad they got rid of it, or at least planning to. Mm. Do you think Dak Prescott is going to sign? I do. I think he's making a smart choice by declining a good amount of these offers because he knows like what the QB market is going to look like in a couple of years, and he's not going to be one of the top-paid quarterbacks. That's for sure. So initially, but, there was a report that said that he wanted like forty-five million. Do you think he's going to get that? I then recently it has come out that it's not entirely true with that report. But do you think he could get forty-five million? Well, keep in mind that it wasn't forty-five million a year. It's it was 
it was projected that he would make $45 million in his last year, which I think is perfectly reasonable. So I can see that happening, but of course it's not going to be $45 million a year. You could say so maybe what? like 30 to 35 mil uh, his first year, then it'll keep on growing. Do you think he should get 35 mil? I think so, yeah. I think he's proven himself to be pretty elite. I would call him the top at least seven quarterback. Top seven? Wow, that is. I'm not putting him anywhere over there. I'm saying maybe top 20. Maybe. Wow. Didn't the only strong feelings. I mean, look how many great quarterbacks there are in the league. I mean, I'll, I'm going to tell you – I'm going to – Say a name quarterback. I want you to tell me whether you think he's better or worse than Dak Prescott. All right. All right. I'm going to start with – I'll start with some easy ones. Russell Wilson. Definitely better than Dak Prescott. That's for sure. Okay. Good. Um, we'll do some more easy ones. Drew Brees. Better. Uh, Tom Brady. I don't know. I'd say for this year, I think he's going to be worse than Dak wow. Prescott. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I we have not what... seen Tom Brady outside of the Bill Belichick system. So we have no idea how it's going to work. Even though he's got so much better weapons now? All right. So we had some technical difficulties. But, Tom, you were saying... Oh, about the Tom Brady? Yeah, it was mainly about the Dak Prescott being top seven. You think Tom Brady's going to be worse? I um, think he's going to be worse than Dak Prescott. Well, here's the thing, though. Who who were Tom Brady's weapons last year? No yeah, names. Julian, yeah, Julian Edelman, of course. Yeah. You had Mohamed Sanu, who is actually a pretty – Average, I would say slightly above average. He went worse when he went on the Patriots, man. Who else did he have, though? <laughs> yeah, he did have uh, quite for a short time Antonio Brown, which is <laughs> that funny was to one week, bro. That was one week. That was funny to see. We'll get into Antonio Brown in a little bit, but it's clear he had no weapons. Yeah, he, he had no weapons. He's going, first of all, Bruce Arians like has a very complex offense that fits perfectly for Tom Brady, and he has two 1,000-yard receivers on the same team now. But these are such fast, like, elite wide receivers the Bucks have, but, like, Tom Brady, he's getting old. I don't know if you Tom can Brady had the best QBR last year and throws over 15 yards. Really? Yes. He can throw deep. You give he him time. Throw deep. But what O line does the Buccaneers have for him to have that time? The same level that the Patriots had last year. Patriots is an amazing O line. Not amazing. Especially last year with the amount of injuries they had. It's more of a run offensive line the Patriots have. Yeah, yeah. Now let's get back to this Dak Prescott thing. So we went over Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Uh, is Ben Roethlisberger better than Dak Prescott? <laughs> uh, I haven't seen Ben Roethlisberger play for a while now. All right, we'll put up the asterisk. Season. 
So yeah, I I, I can't make a is Aaron good... is Aaron Rodgers better than Dak Prescott? I believe so. Yes. Oh my God! All right, all right. No, no, no. Hang on. Is Carson Wentz better? Is Jared Goff better? Is Matt Ryan better? <laughs> Honestly, is I'd Deshaun say Deshaun Watson better. Is Patrick Mahomes better? Is Lamar Jackson better? Are all of those better than Dak Prescott? Not all of them. Which which ones aren't? I personally, Evan, you're gonna hate me for saying this, but I don't think Carson Wentz is better than Dak Prescott. Yeah. All right. So that's still eight quarterbacks. The Carson Wentz brought them to the playoffs with nobody, absolutely no weapons, nobody because everyone was injured. And Dak Prescott, with um, with pretty much everyone healthy nearly the entire season, couldn't make the playoffs. Dak Prescott's never won a divisional playoff game. Dak Prescott also had Jason Garrett. <laughs> uh, Jason Garrett, he had some good years. All right, all right, some, back, back very to the few. quarterbacks. All right, okay. Who, is he I better? a bunch of quarterbacks, Tom. Who else is not better than Dak Prescott? Hmm. Okay, I would say Lamar. Lamar is better. Lamar is better. Patrick Mahomes is better. Okay. Of course. I would say Deshaun Watson is also better. Yep. Matt Ryan, I would say maybe on par with Matt Ryan. I would say maybe slightly less than Matt Ryan. Better than Aaron Rodgers. Okay, that's seven. You already put Dak Prescott at number eight. (laughs) Just slightly there. Well, okay. Wait, look. Let me ask a few more quarterbacks. What about Derek Carr? Der- okay. Oh, okay. Dak okay. A lot Evan, Evan, you're going to the pure average quarterbacks. <laughs> what about Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah, what about Jimmy Garoppolo? I think he's worse than Dak Prescott. So he brought him to the Super Bowl? I'm they were four and twelve without him. Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen's a little bit overrated, not going to lie. Josh Allen's still too raw, Evan. But he's still better than Dak Prescott. Yes. What about Kyler Murray? I, I want him to do good, So, but he's still, like, unproven. Okay, yeah. now here's the tough one. Andy Dalton. Ooh, because <laughs> they're on the same team. Well... As a, as someone who's been a fan of a team in the AFC North, I will tell you that it was completely Marvin's fault, uh, not Andy Dalton's fault, that the team blew up. And they benched him basically to get the first pick in the draft because he's been good. He's gotten to the playoffs before, and the reason he hasn't won a playoff game, uh, game was because of his idiot teammates. He also does not have an O line. I can't even imagine. Yeah, he didn't have an O line. One time where I I remembered a name of a Bengals O lineman. Yeah, and he made his skill position players look really good. So we need an answer. This is this is the big one right this here. This is a big one, Tom. I would say Dak Prescott's better. All right, I All right. I, I mean, he does have to be better than his back. I don't disagree with that. I also agree that Dak Prescott, that the, at the very least, the Cowboys will do better if Dak Prescott starts than Andy Dalton. What about Nick Foles? Nick Foles. Uh, Why would you? He doesn't have the playoff talent he had back in 2017, that's for sure. 
Nick Foles can only three. play in the playoffs. He's not he's not an early season guy. Brought the Eagles playoffs in twenty eighteen. I think yeah, Nick Foles he's, he's only clutch. Nothing Nick else. Foles had something to prove. Like he had to prove to himself that he was good back then. That, that but now that he, ha- he that has the contract. But now Nick Foles has the contract, so like he just doesn't I don't think he's gonna have that motivation. Therefore, I'd put him lower than Dak Prescott. All right. So, projections are saying that if Andy Dalton starts over Dak Prescott, um, they will have four less points average each game. Is that about right, you guys say? Too little, too high? Four points average? That's that's too that's too high. Too high. I'm saying four less points on average than they would have with Dak Prescott. That's that's still too high. I would say minus three. Okay. I I say four points is about right. I would um, also agree. Dak Prescott, he, he did have some good games, the passing leader. However, he didn't get touchdowns when he needed. It was all garbage time stats. So discounting those, I can agree with four points. All right. Um... Now, since there's not much... What about Ryan Tannehill? (laughs) He's not better. Not better. He's not better. All right, okay. Okay, now speaking of projections, a lot of sites are doing their projections, so we might as well get started from going from the bottom up. Um, So, who do you think's last? Uh, We were talking about this earlier. Um, I agree with a lot of projections... Saying that the Jaguars want to be last, and I know that's going to be tough for you since you had them winning the Super Bowl just a year ago. What? You had the Jaguars winning the Super Bowl last year. Uh, Tom, you want to tell? <laughs> no, no. Let's let's go into that. You had the Jaguars winning the Super it Bowl last. Year. They lost their pieces. The the past is the past. You can't change that. All right. I still think Washington Redskins are going to do worse. Do worse than the Jaguars? Okay. Yeah. Yep. New coach, work. new system, a lot of new players. I'm I'm actually going to go with an interesting pick. I am going to say the Los Angeles Chargers with Tyrod Taylor. Mm, I can't agree with that. Neither can I. The Chargers defense is just stacked. Oh, all right. Yeah, I, I, I think it's it's gonna be an odd year, and I like Tyrod Taylor, but I defenses don't just come back like that. Remember the Falcons this year because their defense was stacked before they came back this year and they didn't win games for a long time. Chargers, though, still have the pieces around the quarterback like they had around Phillip Rivers, which helped Rivers win. They still don't have an O-line good enough. Tara Taylor doesn't need an O-line. He'll just run around defenders. That's I mean, they exactly did just steal – They did just steal a Tri-Turner, though, from the Panthers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Who do you have 31st? 
I'll I'll go with the. Hmm. I'll I'll. Yeah, I'll say the Redskins. Yeah, I'll have to put the Jaguars. I will probably also put the Redskins here. For thirtieth, I am going to agree with the Chargers, though. I am going to put the Jags at 30 also. Yeah, I'll probably... Honestly, I might go with the Giants. I don't think they have the good pieces right there. Hmm. Yeah. They have not been doing that much uh, this offseason, which they should have been adding pieces for Daniel Jones. Yeah, the Giants were my next pick because they, they did nothing to help out Daniel Jones. And uh, if you saw his career at Duke, if you don't give him pieces, it's just depressing play. Yeah. Depressing play is not going to get you viewership. Like, I, I can't watch Daniel Jones without pieces. Hmm. Evan, who How are you guys? Yes. What were you going to say? Who do you have 29th? Um, I... I'll go with the um, maybe the Lions. I'll say the Lions. All right. Yeah. I mean, is Matt Stafford leaving next year? Yeah, he he is. He's, he's definitely going to have to. I don't think he's going to retire, but I think he's got to go to a new team. I think if they don't fire Matt Patricia or like. The general manager, he he should leave. I think the Texans need to get rid of Bill O'Brien, but I know that's never going to happen anymore. So, no, they're not going to. They can't at this point. He has too much control. Yeah, I will go with the Lions at twenty-eight. Um, so it seems like our bottom teams are all, like, Lions, Giants, Jags, two of us had the Chargers, Redskins, Jaguars, some already. The teams that did last year will do slightly better this year, and the teams that did very bad but not completely bad will be awful this year. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, who's your pick to blow up this year? Because I have the Browns blowing up again. I got the Broncos. Yeah, I say either the Broncos or the Cardinals. How do the Cardinals... They didn't have that good of a record last year. It's hard to get worse from their record. If if we... um. I am a little skeptical on the Ravens. I don't think they'll blow up, but they're not going to go fourteen and two. No, nine, uh, nine and seven, ten and six. Okay, ten and six. I'll say maybe even eleven and five. Yeah, I do have to say I'm annoyed at these standings uh, because they put the Cowboys over the Eagles. Yes, I. I'm I, also I've seen annoyed that. that they put the Cowboys way over the Steelers. When they had this, when they had the same records, and the Steelers had a lot more going against them. 
Like what? Uh, not having a quarterback, playing in an actual tough division, the whole helmet thing, all of that. And we won a lot of our a lot of offensive injuries. We won a lot of teams with their defense, while the Cowboys lost a lot of games and uh, failed to win the worst division in NFL history. I am... Crappy boys will always be overrated. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. I, I don't I'm really upset with the fact that they put the Cowboys in the top five. I'm I'm beyond pissed five. because uh, like Evan, last time we were like who are our probable top five picks? Cowboys we, we both, in there. Yeah, they they're we're like they're nowhere near there. They're not even considered in the top ten. Yeah. There, there's yeah. several teams under them that can be above them. Uh, if I can, I need to. I'm gonna look to find the exact list, but it doesn't matter. So, who are what's above them are the Chiefs, Ravens, Saints, and Niners, which are fair. But what also needs to be above them are the Bucks, the Eagles. Uh, Seahawks even need to be above them. Seahawks, definitely, yeah. They have the Seahawks barely missed seat also, which doesn't make any sense to me. They'll because get the, the Seahawks playoffs, are like, if, especially now without the Ravens doing another. Uh, and it's a seven the, uh, playoff format. Seahawks are right, always five, six, or seven if they can't win their division. It's the it's it's just some of these rankings so much. Also, people are ranking ranking what? All people ranking the Browns way. They, it's like they didn't learn their lesson from last year. Yeah, more brown bandwagons. There's way too many brown bandwagons out there. Too many what bandwagon? Browns are at bandwagon? Browns bandwagon. Really? I've actually seen a lot less brown wagon bandwagons this year than last year. Last year were a ton. Yeah, you were one of them. I was one of them. But they finished about where I expect. I expect them to make the playoffs, sure, but they're not that many losses, that many more losses than I thought they would get. Yeah. I mean... What what do you think besides the crappy boys? What do you think is the uh, other most absurd ranking? Um, well, Seattle is pretty absurd that they put them all the way down there. <laughs> I think okay. they deserve to be in the top. Kick Dallas out of the top five, put them in there. 
I would even take yeah, that's... San Francisco over the – I mean, I would take Seahawks over San Francisco, to be honest. Probably because they took out a piece of their defensive line and replaced it. They're putting the L.A. The rookie, right? over Seattle, which is pretty <laughs> What? Yeah, I don't – the Rams are also way too high in everyone's rankings. People have them as Super Bowl bubble teams, and I doubt they're even going to get back in the playoffs this year. They're going to regress don't... hugely. <laughs> Definitely. Everyone on that team is just so old and take up so much cap space. Yeah, I. It's because their their fatal mistake, the day they collapsed, was the day they traded for Jalen Ramsey and paid him that money. Jalen Ramsey wasn't even after they traded for Jalen Ramsey. He wasn't even the best rated quarter on their team. The best rated corner then went over to the Eagles. Yeah, uh, Nicole. And now, I've, no one knows if Jalen Ramsey can actually play without other real defenders. A lot of their defense is lost. They're behind on paychecks and whatever. They can't really keep up that much. They just spent a bunch of stuff, and now they're just completely screwed. They got to the Super Bowl, but they didn't win it. Yeah. And it was a boring game, too. I don't think anyone watched, so they barely got the viewer ratings. Viewer uh, money. Pay-per-view. Yeah, it's it's not pay per view, but it's yeah. like the Rams had a lot of rivalries going, but now it's just like, are they there? I don't know. But what's what I find interesting is where is Minnesota ranked on this list? Minnesota, they're in top ten for mine, which I think is fair. Yeah, yeah, they should be in top 10 after because they've been only doing smart acquisitions over the offseason. They've been doing smart things. They had a very good draft. Yeah, they're number 13. They lost Stephon Diggs, but they still have Feeland. And now they have Justin Jefferson. Yep. Yeah. Still don't know how I feel about that. Um. I I think the um, the Atlanta Falcons should be higher. That's a bit riskier. Yeah. That's one of the riskier things that I've said, but I still think they should be higher. For the riskier one, they should be at probably number 14. Yeah, top 15 maybe, the outskirts of 15. Yeah. Yeah, I think but what's, what I find interesting is they've gone full in on the Texans dropping, even though uh, Deshaun Watson may be able to hold house. Like, a lot of us are like, oh, this thing's collapsing, and it might. But I don't expect them to go all the way to 24th right away. I think that's going to be a, a long process. And it they will only go that far right away if Deshaun Watson holds out for a trade. Deshaun Watson will... Their projected wins are 7.6. He will at least bring them to 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and seven. Yeah, the, he'll bring them to 8-8 eight eight if he actually puts his heart into playing, which after everything Bill O'Brien did, I wouldn't blame him if he only kind of went out there and played half-heartedly. He doesn't even have DeAndre Hopkins anymore. Well, that's the main thing. Yeah. Their defense is not as good as it once was. 
J.J. Watt has been playing pretty unremarkably as of late. Yeah. I also do not like the Patriots over the Bills. I would want to swap those. Um, well, I've been seeing a lot of people put the Bills over the Patriots. And I honestly think they're neck and neck. I would not. It's hard for me to say that one is clearly above the other. Jared Stidham's not going to work, man. I think it could work. They still got Belichick. He's the guy. If you had to pick four quarterbacks in the next 10 years are going to be the most successful quarterbacks, who would you pick? Well, they don't need Jared Goff to be the most successful quarterback. They just need the defense to do what it did last year. And an offense that can... said Jared Goff, exact proof. How's Jared Goff proof? That's You said Jared Goff instead of Jared Stidham. Did I? Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, that's, that's... You know, Jared's, they're all the same, but... They don't need Jared Stidham to be throwing 80% of his uh, passes with 50 touchdowns at the end of the year. They really just need field goals for their uh, for their plan to work, for their game plan. It's a passing league, and they went up against the easiest schedule last year to and got the top defense. This year, they're going up against the hardest schedule. I do not expect anything to be retained. I expect them... Except for Stephon Gilmore. And the Bills have the better cornerback in Trajavius White, who didn't let up a touchdown last season that people are forgetting about. Uh, well, personally, I'm more of a um, big play Slay kind of guy. Darius Slay. Kind of understandable. <laughs> yep. Under Very understandable. Looking, uh, where do you guys see Chicago lying next year? First of all, who do you think is going to be their quarterback? Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Really? That easy over uh, Trubisky? I think I'm going to start Foles for like about five or six weeks, and then we're going to switch to Trubisky. I think they're just going to be disappointed both ways, but <laughs> have to get one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if they were smart, what they would do is they would start Trubisky – for, do they still have Chase Daniel? Um, I don't think so. Ooh, if they had Chase Daniel, I would start Trubisky for four games, then go into Chase Daniel for four, and then close out with Foles. But I, I, I fear they're going to mess it up. They're going to do a also their de- their defense their defense is dying because their offense can't do anything. Even Khalil Max back there, like, come on, I need something. If you can't, if you can't motivate them, they they die off pretty fast. That's what happened with the Jaguars. Because the offense did play, the defense did. But then, how do you explain? Because Blake Portals, that's why. But what about last year specifically? Doesn't they don't come back? They're come and go. Yeah, I. All 
I mean, um, we're, we don't really have much to go over. So what do you think would be an interesting narrative to have that's realistic for next year's Super Bowl matchup? Um, if you want a realistic Super Bowl matchup, okay. I'm going to give you the – I'll give you – I'll give you the Bucks versus the Chiefs. Yes, but what's the what's the storyline you got? What's in there? the storyline? Just Mahomes versus Brady, Mahomes revenge. Former, former, um, former NFL uh, dynasty or former leader, leader of former NFL dynasty. Yeah, it's kind of like passing off the baton for who has next dynasty. Well, I mean, I would, I an interesting one I would, which I see is Chiefs, uh, Eagles, Reed returns, and uh, then he crushes Philadelphia. You think Eagles? Chiefs, Eagles. Wow. I'm impressed you would say that out loud. I don't have a uh, well. The Eagles are different when they come to the playoffs, and Deshaun Jackson was the heart of their team last year, and he just got injured, and they fixed their secondary, so they'll be better. Uh, the crappy boys will will be crappy, and the other two teams in the division aren't threats, so Philly will get in the playoffs easily, and Philly can easily make a run in the playoffs. It's it's not Nick Foles' magic. It's their head coach knows what he's doing. All right. Tom, what's your matchup? I mean, I would like to see Buccaneers, Patriot. I mean, Chiefs, just like to have a Brady versus Mahomes showdown. I think that'd be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. But, I don't know. I think I would – also like to see 49ers and Ravens again. I would hate that. <laughs> Don't put me in that position again. I'd like, like to see like how the offense, like number one offense of last year and number one, well, at least number two defense of last year, like go head to head. I, 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 no. I, I, Chiefs. Niners-Ravens doesn't put me in a good position for the Super Bowl. Also, the Ravens are going to regress a bit this year because um, just because of Madden curse and uh, they made a run, you don't go 13-3 and and then go 13-3 and again. I guess so. you have a point. All right, Evan, did you figure out your uh, new outro? Evan? Seems we lost Evan. All right. Well, thanks for listening to the Pitdelphia podcast. Thank you for having me. Yes, no problem. All right, thanks for coming, Tom. No problem.